All right, folks, we're back. And it is Wednesday. Glad to be back here in the studios, the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios, I might add. Mac Hike, home of the $3.99 a month car payment. Folks, it is Wednesday, and as we have to do here at WYAB 1039 FM, folks, as we have to do here, we want to remind you, we want to exhort you, implore you. That is Back to Christ Wednesday, formerly Back to Church Wednesday, but you know, the church of the world has, has stumbled. Many of the pastors, and you know, we all got caught up in the initial COVID flu scam, but enough information came out, and of course your spiritual antenna should have been up. When Dr. Fauci came on the scene, my hackles was up. I just said, something's not right with this guy. So now we all need to get cleansed. We need to be renewed at the cross and ask the Lord for forgiveness for doubting him, despite what he done, doubting the fact that he said that by his stripes we are healed. And yet we believed in a vaccine from people who themselves, in many cases, violated their own oath, their own training, their own understanding of diseases. And so now... We have to come back and ask the Lord to have mercy on us all. So won't we come, won't you come, won't all of us, and ask the Lord to have mercy on me. When you first believe, when you're on fire. All right. You know, you know that's one of the things. You guys, uh, some, I know many of you out there know my friend Frankie Box, the insurance man from years and years. I met Frank over at American Fitness years ago, what, 30, 35 years ago. You talking about old country white boy from Carroll County. Grew up eating cabbage greens, cornbread. I believe there was a couple times he came in the gym, had some homemade cornbread in his uh, gym workout clothes. Uh, That that cornbread that filled you up and cleaned you out. Folks, we have such a common history. It ain't got nothing to do with black or white. Man, it got something to do with that doit, that Mississippi mud. And we got a lot of folks out here. Old, old, old Toby Birchfield, old down here at uh, Williams Equipment, same old country boy from out of the Delta. Just as country as they come, but give you the shirt off his back. 
And then, if that wasn't enough, he'll take a layer of skin and get to you. Man, we've got it good. We've got a lot of folks in here trying to roll in the right direction. Trying to make m i s And then we've got a few sore heads. Folks, you know, you've heard, you know, I was thinking this morning, I was sitting there drinking my coffee. And this is not to toot my own horn. That's not the point. The point is, is that, folks, you got to trust your instinct. There comes a time in life when, you know, I remember, and I told this story about coming home from college and sitting there chewing the fat with my cousin.、Uh, we call him Crip. And, you know, I had all these ideals about saving the world. And, you know, that was one of the reasons why I joined the nation because I wanted to save the black community, if you will. Wanted us to do better, be better. And he, he sat up there and let me rant on and on and on. And he, he said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking all that crap now. About 10 years from now, you're just going to be trying to save yourself. But at 22, 23, hey. You're so confident in what you know, and you don't know what you think you know. And as I turn 67, I realize all the things that I don't know, and I yield to that ignorance, knowing that I can get understanding if I but avail myself. And ask, as I approach gathering information, the Lord give me a spiritual discernment on what it is that I'm interpreting, what it is I'm reading, perceive, analyze, and conclude. And so I'm saying all this to say this that things that I've said down through the years from these, from these、uh, airwaves, across these airwaves, from behind this microphone, have come to pass. I told you about the sons of Jesse. And when I said that, I first started making that observation and publishing it or publicly speaking about it, it sounded out of context. But now, as we sit here today on. February 22, 2023, the full context of what was being observed is being made manifest and understood. What we saw on the steps of the legislature of the state capitol with the NAACP complaining about the House Bill 1020 and the accompanying bill to.、Uh, Regionalize the water system here in Jackson. And the truth be told, now I, I, I want you to mark this down, okay? Particularly those of us who live in Jackson, mark down what I'm going to say. You're going to rule the day. You're going to rule the day, R U E. You're going to rule the day that they didn't pass that regional water authority. There's not enough businesses, individuals, Or water rate payers to run this system. Not with the half a billion dollars of debt that has been laid on top of the system, a system that was already broke and ruined by the grifters and con men who ran up that half a billion dollar debt. And so while the NAACP and the local black officials try to sell you on that black pride to keep the water system local and all that. Don't complain. When you're paying two or $300 a month for water, don't complain. Remember, you're buying black. You're respecting your black dollars. Because that's exactly what's coming down. See, you think anytime somebody s a y something to you that they're against you, if they're a certain color, thou art a fool. And see, now this is just my opinion now. This is my thoughts. 
This is where Nettie Winters and Mission Mississippi need to step in with the common voice of reason that they've earned, a、uh, reputation that they've earned down through the years and say, guys, we're looking at this dispassionately. And from a dollars and cents standpoint, we would be better off going down this road. But I understand they don't do politics. I understand at least that's what they say. But I don't see all those carve outs in the Word of God when you're dealing with God's people. But that's just me. You know, I have a rudimentary、uh, understanding of the Word. I get it wrong more than I get it right. But I'm just telling you now, the people, as Bernard constantly points out, who are pushing this flesh approach to governments, governance, the black for a living crowd, on the Senate floor, the issue of the Senate equivalent, which was House Bill 1020, was passed to the Senate, and it's being debated over there. And the black caucus members who opposed it stood up and gave all their rhetoric in bromides and Psychobabble and abstractions about why they don't want the、uh, regional authority or why they don't want the CCID to be expanded, yada, yada, yada. And it was said, now I don't have the transcript of this. The question was raised well, okay, where is your plan? Talking to the Black Caucus. Folks, we're still listening to crickets. See, That to me, if, it should be embarrassing, but it, you can't embarrass these people. Now, as I've said about any possible run for mayor, one of the things that I want to do, intend to do, is break up the stranglehold this civil rights community has on black people in this state, in this city, preferably across this nation. With the example that we set, that showing that, hey, all we need to do is work together and we all can enjoy what God had intended for all of us to have. But what we have is a, folks, what we have is an economy. It's called the civil rights economy. The black for a living, the free to land, the set aside Negroes are all three legs of the stool that upholds this community and its economic system. That benefits primarily them. They sell the black community black pride while they take green dollar bills, pesos, Deutschmarks for themselves. They tell us that we need to be happy that City of Jackson done all this business with minorities, and yet we're steadily losing business. Services are not being delivered. And in many cases, we have to pay twice to get the same thing done once. Right. Now, there will be those who say that, you know, I'm just trying to act white and trying to please white people. Guess what? I don't care. Because I am openly soliciting the help, assistance, and aid of anyone who wants to see Jackson do better. They let us join hands together, black, white, and sky blue, green, against these folks from the civil rights industry. What you saw down there on the steps of the Capitol with the NAACP and its members. Folks, if those of you who knew some of those people down there, answer me this question. Or better yet, just answer to yourself. What did they do for a living? What do they do? And what have they done? 
and I'm willing to bet you $10 to a donut. These are the Negroes that the dollars fell on. These are the Negroes who will tell you quickly, oh, my kid's doing fine. Oh, we don't have that problem. But they voting so everybody else had the problems that they didn't want to have and got the hell away from soon as they got a chance. No. What I'm telling you, everybody's got to eat. And what they're telling us is that they can't cut the pie any thinner. And I'm saying boo boo on that. So, going forward, this is going to be an open confrontation. Not because I want it to be confrontational, but they don't want to give up what they've got. And what they've gotten is ill gotten in too many instances. We're not doing this anymore. We're not doing another 60 years of this bozo crap where all y'all. I was listening. Somebody sent me a clip on Fathead Roland Martin. Now, Roland was talking with somebody about abortion. And she was,、uh, she, you know, she was a right to life person. By the way, the right to life banquet is going to be February 23rd, starting at 5 30 at Liberty Baptist Church there on、uh, uh, Luckney Road there. And、uh, we encourage you to come on out. Tickets are still available. You can get tickets at the door, or you can call ahead. I don't have that number right in front of me, which I'll get to you, but it's at the pro life office there. So you can get uh, uh, tickets there from uh, for, for Dr. E.W. Jackson, will be the speaker. But getting back to that,、uh, the point that I was making is, folks, we're not going to continue doing this. Mississippi, America, white people, black people, folks, we. America's been more than gracious in trying to solve the problems. Now, you can't just keep pointing a bony finger of indignation talking about what they did and then won't discuss what you didn't do with what they tried to do to make right the wrongs that were done. So, I'm going to stand in between you and white folks as you point your bony finger at them and say, whoa, 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 wait a minute, Hoss. Wait, wait, wait a minute. They sent money down here for this problem or that problem. Where is it at? See, that's what you're going to get with a Kim Wade administration if I were to become mayor. We're going to get some accountability. All this stealing and stuff, Hoss, for four years, you don't get to do it under me. And I ain't, because look, I don't do government programs, I don't do government contracts. That, that's just not my thing. You know why? Because every business that I've been in in Jackson, in Mississippi, that had my name on the door, Just like they came down on Donald Trump, they came down. Every regulatory agency that could screw over me screwed over me. I mean, but you know, I rode with the punches. And that's why you hear me say all the time thank God you live and I live here in America, home of the second, third, fourth, and fifth chances. I reinvented myself three times minimum since 2000. And I'm just glad to hate to be in it because, you know, people who live in places like Haiti and Calcutta, they go to bed. And wake up, nothing's changed. No prospects for any uh, uh, unforeseen opportunities coming their way. In Haiti, they're down there eating mud pies, literally feeding their babies mud pies. Because opportunity has been d- denied them for a variety of reasons. But we're not going to let America get to that point. So I'm saying, I'm asking whites, blacks, and anyone else, folks, join with me against the Derek Johnsons of the world, the Benny Thompsons of the world. Because there are more of us and then there are them. But because they get the platform of Mississippi Free Press, Jackson Free Press, and the news media pushing that same narrative about how evil Mississippi is because they put forth some common sense 
policies to try to upright the good ship of state known, excuse me, the good ship of state known as the city of Jackson. No, we're breaking it up at the door, folks. Our number coming to you live from the Complete Exteriors Hotline.、Uh, that number is 601 879 0002. And that's Roofing and Gutters by Complete Exteriors. Their web presence, CompleteExteriorsMS.com. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Wednesday. Back to Christ Wednesday. Folks, I'm telling you, that is the answer. Getting closer to Him, to establish that relationship. Now, remember, we are talking about the defeat of evil. Kim, what do you mean? Is it going to be like the Battle of the Bulge where there will be one decisive victory at the one? No, it's an ongoing battle. We're Gideon's army. I tell people all the time don't look around and be concerned with the numbers. Don't do that. Because then you're doubting God. Oh, Lord, I need, a, I need a few more. No, we're going to be Gideon's army in this thing. And when it comes down to the fight, this is the way I look at it. Now, I ain't saying that I'm the template for anything other than my thoughts. People like to bleed if they have all this faith and they have this strong relationship and God, yada, yada, yada. We all like to believe that. But here's the deal somebody puts a gun up against your head and catches you slipping, as they say on the streets. And put a gun in your rib up against your head and tell you to deny Christ or die. Well, you take one. You take one. You take the bullet. But now they put a gun up against your head and you got your loved ones, your babies around you. Hoss, you got to put up a fight. And you have to kill them if necessary. But I'm a Christian. Yeah, but you got a Christian with a responsibility. You have a creation order. You're the man of the house, you're the man of the country. You got to bow up. This evil that's descended on this country is only because too many who call themselves of God, the salt, the remnant, lack courage. They're scared. You saw that with COVID. Oh, you just trying to talk tough, bro. I don't know what's going to happen in that day when that spotlight of freedom shines on me. I like to believe that I'm going down swinging, going down in a, in a, in a pile of shell casings. But if nothing else, I want to create in their mind the doubt this fool will kill me. Because they like to have you believe that they're going to put the full weight of the government on you if you don't take the shot, if you don't do this and do that. I'm not taking any more shots. I don't need any exemption, religious or otherwise. I'm not taking your shots. So, to all those in the sound of my voice, as I said the other day, if you provide me medical care, look, you say, it ain't worth dealing with this fool. He doesn't see it. What he, no. It ain't worth it. I'm just telling you that. But now, I want everybody to have the right to make their own decision. Just like you got to give me my right to make mine. And mine is, I'm going to put something on you. This is how this stuff starts. It ain't a matter of getting an infantry、uh, a platoon of men together and going down there and roughhousing the folks at the state legislature. No, that's not it. You create the uncertainty in their mind about what's going to happen next. It's like going to Jackson. You don't know what's going to happen next when you're in Jackson. Baby. Our kids are running amok. You know, since the Black Caucus has been、uh, denying their、uh, support for House Bill 2020, have you heard about the two heinous murders by these young、uh, Biden supporters, 14, 15, 20, 21? Shooting of a Dr. Reddick's son five times. And these blacks down at the state capitol trying to act like, oh, it's all about our voting rights. You see what I'm saying? Did, did, did I not tell you? 
that that's their only purpose is to make sure that we have a right to vote so we can reelect more white Democrats. Because remember, black Democrats don't have any problems getting reelected. B- due to the Voting Rights Act, they ha- their district has to be packed full of coloreds to get enough of them to come out to the polls and vote. So they got a super majority. So anytime you hear them talking about us losing our right to vote, that means white folks who vote, who are Democrats, their votes and their positions in jeopardy. That's all that means. Now, we got all this death, murder, and mayhem going on in our communities, and they're down there on the state legislature steps worrying about whether or not. Well, Kim, they talking about having to be able to vote for the judges. Well, Hoss, look, they didn't vote for Jess, uh, Jess Dickerson, who's over the trial of uh, uh, Brett Favre. Isn't, isn't that one of the trials? No, that's Faye Peterson's over that. He's over one of these trials that's going on. And the Supreme Court appointed him. See, we're losing too much in the black community because of these set-aside Negroes, these free-to-land Negroes, and these black-for-living folks. Everything they do is for them. They would not oppose House Bill 1020 if the legislature said, came back and said, I tell you what, in exchange for passing House Bill 1020, we're going to let you guys have your set-aside program with this $800 million for the water, uh, the water uh, uh, treatment plant fix-up, repair, or whatever's going to be done. Oh, they would gladly, they would gladly drop their opposition. Folks, don't ever doubt me when I'm telling you it's all about the Benjamins. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand the set-aside Negroes, the free-to-land and the black-for-living folks agitating on their behalf for their hustle, for their grind. No problem. I understand that because I grind. You grind. But you can't grind on my leg, dog. Y'all sit up there and screwed over the people of Jackson. All you folks who go to church and you see those old mothers sitting on the front row with those little white hats. You know how they had them little, they're not Aunt Jemima hats, but you know what I'm talking about, those little hats they have on their head. Those set-aside Negroes didn't give a damn whether they had clean water to make their cornbread, man. And yet they want to tell us about how they so concerned with black folks. Bro, I'm telling you, ain't nothing you can tell me about that hustle, bro. 15 years in the nation, bro. Ain't nothing you can tell me. I'm telling you now. I'm rolling with the Duck Dynasty crew. I'm rolling with Trey Lamar. I'm rolling with all them boys from Rankin County who's going to bring some sane governance to the city of Jackson, whether you want it or not. And the thing about it, you can make your same hustle and just let somebody else make their hustle or let somebody else be able to afford the water. But you see, they all close rank to protect the voting, to protect the set aside, and protect their hustle. And all we saying is, dog, man, we want to be able to go to Piggly Wiggly without getting beat down. And where do they live at? No, Hoss, I'm just telling you. Folks, please join with me as we join with the legislature to bring some sanity. At least we'll have some places in Jackson where you can... Uh, plot down and, 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 and buy a house and raise your family and have some police protection and delivery of services halfway decent. Chokeway, Chalkline, ain't, they, they have not offered one thing to say how they're going to even, I mean, they ain't even offered how they're going to make things better, stay the same. They, they don't have a plan. And I'm, I told you yesterday, y'all don't want to hear me when I say this. I would say 80% of the black legislators down there don't know how to write a damn bill. They don't. You know who been writing these bills that they say that they've been sponsoring? Lobbyists. 
in fairness to them, that's how it was done everywhere. But since they ran under the、uh, auspices that the condition of the black man was so unique that they got to run as the black hawk, okay, fine. That means you got to do something extra too, bro. No, bro, the hustle ends 2023 today. There's a different share. I mean, look, bro, you can look at the size and shape of my head and see I have unresolved issues. You know, I'm bringing, bro, I told y'all the other day, I'm a Morehouse man. The stances we take change the directions of nations, man. Y'all don't want to hear this, but I'm just telling you, bro, this is how we roll. And the stances is grounded in universal and spiritual principles. What does that mean, Kim Wade? It means God's word is on the line. So, whether we're here to see the change, aka Dr. King, change is coming. As Prime says, I'm coming. I'm coming. Let's take a break. All right, folks, we're back. It's Back to Christ Wednesday. I want to remind you, our good friends over at Pure Air Consultants, and many of you out there have allergies, asthma, and you've done everything, and you still, man, every now and then you get that flare up. Did you know that the average home has 40 pounds of dust collected each year? And, those, and that dust oftentimes ends up in your ductwork. That's right. Their duct cleaning services can rid your home of the dust, dirt, and debris that may be caught in your air ducts. They can eliminate the mold, fungi, microbes that might be growing inside your ductwork and polluting the air you breathe, causing you to be discomforted with the asthma like symptoms. So check them out. Additionally, to build up a debris in your lint, Your, excuse me, of lint rather in your home's、uh, clothes dryer can also be a problem both with bacterial growth and a potential fire hazard. They will clean both of them. That's right. And if you mention that you heard about it on WY8B, you'll get $100 off. So check it out today. Now you can go to mypureairconsultants.com on the web or give them a call, 939 7420. Let's go to Gloria. Hey, Gloria. Hey, Kim, how you doing? Doing great, my friend. Long time. How you been? Yeah, oh, well, I've been hanging in there. I've had COVID three times and now I got the shingles. <laughs> Woo, yeah, y'all need to get that shingle shot, I'm telling you. No,、uh, well, yeah, well, see, when I went to get it, it was too late. I had COVID. <laughs>、yeah. And then I turned around <laughs> and got、uh, shingles. But, Kim, what I call you about, you know, we've been talking for a long time and everything that we've gone through, this is some stuff that I showed you and Kim and Larry years ago. Right. It had missed a beat. You know, I even bought you a tape to look at and it's everything with these same people. And so, you know, I've been, this is a witch hunt for me. I hadn't been able to, to breathe for these people. I mean, when I say they got themselves together and got themselves under control, they really do. Because they have really, really worked on me. That's why my business burned down and everything. All that, it was not an accident. It was an incident carried out by these black on black people. And they have really worn me out. But what I really wanted to say was、uh, my nephew was murdered last week. One of the carjackers, 15 year old, killed my nephew. So, you know, we just in some very critical days. And I don't see no solution to none of this because we can't get together. These people, t h e y together. But we are not together. And you know, I know. I did all I could. And that's why I'm out of business today because I <laughs> talk about these drugs. 
and this poverty and no resources in this state. So when they put them guns in there, what did you think we was going to get? We got the mass weapon of destruction mm. and can't do anything with these kids because they are out there. They outraged. They don't care about dying. They don't care about killing. Yeah, and it's a sad situation that all this black on black, I'm looking at, uh, I guess that was Ronnie Kudup now and, and Chuck Way Wise and I'm having, you know, every time you look around, they got conferences and speeches and everything. That's that's all they are. And this place looks like a dumpster. Mm-hmm. Talking about cleaning up. Well, why wait 15 years to clean up? It shouldn't have never got to this point. I mean, I don't get out that much, but when I get out, it, it it really makes me sick to my stomach to look and see what I'm looking at. And I say, you know, and what gets me, everybody else is building, and we building a crime scene and a dumping scene. And then listening to all these speeches that these people that are bragging about themselves, they don't need us no more. They get together, and they salute each other and pat each other and brag on each other. Yeah. They don't need us for anything because they look at it like we slower, fresher, just like the rest of the city. You know, we just number one bad on everything. That's the way I, I take it for the citizens. That's what they look like. They have just flat given up. Well, the bottom line is we have taken our hand off the plow. Our kids are running amok. Uh, my observation is, is that the older generation, our generation, we won't lead the stage of life. We didn't prepare our kids to take over the stage. And the kids are running amok below us, and we're running amok above them. And none of them are pointing to the ancient landmarks that we were exposed to because we see a cheaper, quicker, fast money way. And we just, again, we're going to pay the price. As I've said before, we, the times that we just experienced, like you said, your, son, your nephew got killed last week. We'll look back on those week, that week there as the good old days. It's going to get worse. And it's simply because so many men and women so supposedly of goodwill and of God won't stand up. And then we've got so many corrupt people in, 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 in high in positions. Place. And they're not going to do anything. This is why I said, folks, what is going to be required for us is we, we can't show fear. And when we end up on these juries, we got to do the right thing. If it's somebody who needs to go to jail, they need to go to jail. If somebody needs to be let off. But, we need Tim, to... you know for yourself, they got corrupt lawyers. They got corrupt judges. Like I say, these people are in order. They've been there to do everything that we have right now. And see, another thing that I know what has happened here, our jobs were sucked up out of here with I would with my generation and your generation, I think I'm about two years older than you. Mm-hmm. When they sucked those jobs out of here, guess what? That's when we went into the poverty level. And then now we get these different administrations, and the one we got in here now is certainly one to keep us without jobs and growth. So you know it is what it is because this place, Jackson. <clears throat> has been taken down. Jackson's supposed to be thriving just like the rest of them. But these people here, black and white, they don't, a lot of them, they don't want good here. They don't want it. There's evidence of that now. There's evidence of what you're saying. I worked my tail to the bone, and we were burned out by an arsonist, which is my landlord down there, and they had been planning. I'm 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 not going to leave Clarence Bowles out of it because he was in it too. Well, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. We, We can't go down that road. 
Well, that's why he's on the Hold on, listen, listen, listen. I'm going to have to denounce that statement and I'm going to have to let you go. But uh, if you keep, I can't have you say that Clarence was involved with that. that that's all. Even though you may believe that, you may have proof of it, you can't say that on the air. Thanks so much. Let's get Sylvia in here. Hey, Sylvia. Hey, Kim. How's it going? All is well. What's up? All is well. Well, I want you to know all is well with myself. I just wanted to uh, piggyback what um, uh, Gloria was saying. Uh, I believe that it's an absent parent. It could be the father or the mother because sometimes people don't think that the female might not be there as well. And the principles are God aren't taught and practiced in the home anymore. And I just wanted to say the 1020 bill, that bill 1020, I do hope it passes and becomes law. And if they need to take out the courts, I talked to the man who's on at 6 o'clock, and he has that hard name, so I'm not going to even try to say it. Mm-hmm. This second 6 o'clock this morning, and he was telling me he thinks it might pass if they take out the courts, of uh, the trying to set up the courts. And I hope that it does pass because JPD, they need help because those men and women in blue are stressed to the max. There are some of them that are working 16 hours and a 12-hour shift and then 16 hours. That means you're only off eight. You need They need rest and they need extra help. So I hope the Capitol Police, and I see them all over everywhere when I'm in Jackson. And it's really neat, too. Uh-huh. And the other thing I wanted to say is the song that's at the beginning of the show on Wednesdays, it's encouraging, and I absolutely love it. And it does make you focus back on the Lord. And I think that that's an excellent song that you've chosen. And then I also wanted to say that, you know, the word, we trust the Scriptures because it is inspired by God. And God is not ignorant. And he does not lie. In Numbers 23, verse 19, Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, God is not man that he should lie, or a son of man that he should change his mind. He has said, and will he not do it? Or has he spoken, or has he spoken and will not fulfill it? God is obligated to his word. And we need to just bank on the promises of the Lord and remember that. When he says he's going to provide, provide all of our needs and glory in, the, in Christ Jesus, that's what he meant. In the riches and glory in Christ Jesus, he meant that. He, we have to trust his word. And the Bible needs to be taught again in these homes. And these parents need to take their children to a Bible-practicing, Bible-teaching Bible-believing church, not those churches that go screaming and yelling, and they take two hours of screaming and yelling and and all that mess. That's not teaching the Word of God. And that's really all I wanted to say. Well, thank you, uh, uh, Minister Sylvia. (laughs) Bishop. (laughs) All right. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. We're back. The final few minutes of the first hour of the Kim Wade Show. want to remind you, get you some gun training in this weekend. That's right, Two-Gun Tactical. Well, actually, you can go there this evening. They'll be open until 7. And, uh, again, Two-Gun Tactical, 667 Casey Lane and Flowood Drive. 
And that's closer on the Highway 80 in the Flowwood. So check them out today. Also, check out the course offerings by going to twoguntactical.com. Ladies, I encourage, as a matter of fact, I'm going to suggest, guys, or everybody, male or female, why don't you give the gift of gun training, firearms training at Two Gun Tactical? Just go to the website and say, look, I've got a friend. She could actually spend,、uh, stand to get that、uh, class. I think it's about 100 bucks. And uh, uh, they'll get familiar with their handgun. Just do it for somebody, okay? Bless them with the Second Amendment. And we just encourage you to do that. TwoGunTactical.com. All right, coming up next hour, we have Dr. Wesley Granger in the studios. He's got、uh, a message to send out to those who, let's just say, ears to hear. And、uh, we're going to be looking forward to that. Also, I do want to remind you on yesterday and the day before, we had the discussion about、uh, what, what I would do with the schools. And, you know, my suggestion is. We saved the 24 kids in the classroom. Now, when I told,、uh, when I said that I want the teachers to have absolute control over who comes and goes in the classroom, when I say put the kid out of the classroom, I didn't say put him out of school, though I would have no problems with that. But the position is you put that one knucklehead out of the classroom so the other 24 can be taught to by the teacher. And then let the principals in the white shirts down there in the administration work their dope boy magic on their little knucklehead. They got one child to contend with. Now, that child doesn't have to get put out of school. The principal just tell the, tell the parents, this child can't go back into the classroom, but you got to be there with him. Or Jesus. Now, if you can't get Jesus, then look like it's on you. This is your child. So, why are we spending all this money for all these different programs when all we got to do is tell that mama, no, you ain't going to sit up there and watch The View all morning long. You're going to sit in here with your little knothead child that you failed to raise properly and socialize on how to be around people. So, how much money have we saved from a JPS that's always complaining about、uh, charter schools taking their budget? No, what's going to happen is everybody's going to get put on Front Street. Everything that I say I believe I'm going to get tested on, and everything you say you believe you're going to get tested on. It's called life in the big city, baby. You got to grow up. So, nobody's getting put out of school. They're getting put out of class. So, let's be clear on that. This is why I keep saying black folks don't want that solution. Black folks want to be loyal to the Democrat Party. And there's nothing wrong with that other than that you're going to hell on a rocket, but you'll be welcomed at the door by Barbara Mike. He got hookup down there. Now, he might be able to get you in a good, cool spot while you're down there because he knows some folks. But at the end of the day, we are our first responders. And as I said, I'm, I'm asking, imploring, and trying to put together a coalition of Mississippians who just want to fix things. Fix them one time and move on to the next. We're not going to be taking the same family and putting them into public housing in a new location because they tore up the last one that they're in. Here's how it's going to work We'll help you out the first time you get in there. And if you tear it up, you don't get in the back of the line. You get out of the line. You figure it out yourself. Because there's a lot of people out there who have a need. You're not special. You don't get, just because you're poor, you don't get to rob and steal and kill. And we're going to mainstream the poor. We're going to mainstream the mentally ill. I was driving today and I saw this guy who's normally out there on the streets bumming and whatever he's doing. Thing about these folks who are mentally ill, they like money and they like alcohol. <laughs> How does that happen? t h e y crazy, but they know they like malt liquor. Uh huh. Yeah. See, I'll break all that up at the door. I'm telling you, I have them wearing watch bands for belt. I'll thin out the herd, bro. And that's out of compassion. It's the kind of guy I am. I'm so sensitive, like Michael Jackson. We'll be right back.
And when you die, I hope you go to hell. I hope you die and you sleep tonight. I hope you die and you sleep go straight to hell. I hope all y'all die and y'all sleep tonight. Y'all ain't nothing but some dumb southerners. Folks, we're back, and it is it's Wednesday, Back to Christ Wednesday. And to that, folks, we have in the studios with us Dr. Wesley Granger. That's right, folks. He is uh, the Wesley Granger you've heard about down through the years. He is a consummate uh, medical professional. He's passionate about people's health. He loves the Lord. He puts uh, his, let's just say, he, as they say out in the street, he's about that life, the life of Christ. And he's here, on the studio, he's here in the studios on his own behalf on an uh, issue that is of concern to him. We want to welcome Dr. Granger. Before we get started, I need to remind you, we're broadcasting from the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios, Mack Hike on Lakeland Drive, home of the $3.99 a month car payment. And, of course, our uh, hotline, if you want to call in and uh, have a comment for Dr. Granger or a question, 601-879-0002. The hotline is brought to you by Complete Exteriors, Roofing and Gutters. Complete Exteriors, MS.com. Before we get that one further, commercial interruption that's my good friends over at tom's fried pies in richland mississippi people and said kim i've got to try it i've heard you talking about it. you really do have to try it you need to put it on your to-do list to make it down there when you head it down highway 49 you get the richland mississippi you know that all the road construction is done with so it's easy to get in and out just south of kroger's you'll see a walgreens cross from walgreens at that red light you'll see mea medical clinics or baptist rather medical clinic clinics in that same shopping center, about four doors down to your right, you'll see Tom's Fried Pies, home of some of the finest fruit pies known to mankind, and they have the traditional meat pies, or we grew up, we called them pot pies. And folks, the crust, I don't know what they do, but it's flaky, flavorful, and tasteful. And I encourage you, look, do not go there and buy one pie. And that's why, and the reason why you want to avoid pie violence, people get, I mean, I'm talking about people will get physical if you take too big of a bite out, a bite out of the pie that they offer you, because they should have bought two, they they knew that, and then you end up biting their finger, and then you fighting all out in the parking lot, and then Ridgeland PD's got to come there and regulate you fools. Don't let that happen to you. Avoid pie violence. Buy more than one pie from Tom's Fried Pies. If you head it down to the coast, get a couple of pies for that uh, evening snack before you go to bed. So you won't have to go back out. Uh, after you've gotten uh, undressed and ready for bed and you got a taste for something, you have a taste for Tom's Fried Pies. Check them out. You'll be glad you did. All right, with no further ado, we have Dr. Wesley Granger. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing fine. Uh, how are you? It's doing good. Do- yeah. It's good to have you here. Now, Dr. Okay. Granger, uh, you are very passionate. You were uh, instrumental in helping people get through the COVID vaccine. I'm mean, excuse me, the COVID uh, pandemic. Gave them medical advice on the vaccines, et cetera. Uh, but you're here on, on another issue. Tell us, first of all, a little bit about yourself and then about the issue. Yes. First of all, I just want to thank you so very much for having me here. I'm just honored to be here and be before your your audience. Um, yes, I'm Dr. Granger. Uh, I've been in the community for just uh, over 33 years. I came here in 1988 mm-hmm. uh, uh, to establish a practice of internal medicine. I retired last July, so I've been practicing by the grace of the good Lord only 
uh, for 33 years and 10 months. Mm. And uh, my practice basically consisted of just blending in traditional internal medicine with proven holistic uh, measures, supplements, things like that, as well as well as biblical principles. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot, a lot of health principles out of the Bible, and we incorporated all, mixed it together, and offered it to our patients. And so, but uh, I got a clear message from the Lord: it's time to move on and await my next assignment. So I retired July twenty uh, twenty-two. All right. And uh, uh, since that retirement, I guess you probably most people end up being busier than they were when they were working. But uh, are you are you relaxing during your retirement? Have you? Uh, yes, I am, and I, and I can't say I've gotten the hang of it. Some mm-hmm. days uh, I'm crazy busy, and I've actually told uh, some of my friends. I said, "Well, golly, maybe in order to catch up on my sleep, I need to go back to work." <laughs> <laughs> so I um, spend a lot of time uh, on my property in South Mississippi, doing some other things. I love to hunt, organic garden that sort of thing, but I'm active in some other, uh, uh, regarding some other issues as well. Mm-hmm. So some days seem sort of boring and other days seem crazy busy. So as I said earlier, I'm not I'm not sure if I've quite got the hang of this <laughs> retirement, but I don't believe in true retirement. I just believe I'm in a transition and I'll see what assignment the Lord has for me next. All right. Again, we're talking with Dr. Wesley Granger. Our number six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. Uh, the hotline is brought to you by Complete Exteriors, Roofing and Gutters. Now, Dr. Granger, uh, an issue came before. You know, it seemed like our society is unraveling. The forces of <coughs> evil and degeneracy seems to be on the march. And uh, one of those forces seems to have risen its ugly head here in Mississippi. Uh, and uh, it caught your eye and concern. Tell us about that. Yes, sir. Um, uh in our text group uh, approximately three months ago, someone brought to my attention and to the group's attention, we've got a transgender clinic here in Mississippi at University of Mississippi Medical Center. So that really surprised me. I'm saying a transgender clinic here in Mississippi, conservative Mississippi. So I researched and looked into it, and surely uh, there was a, a uh, transgender clinic here at uh, University Hospital. And that bothered me a great deal because I I'd known a great deal as far as uh, the the path these trans uh, these individuals that want to transition to another sex their the trials and the and the treatments and so forth and the difficulties that they face even post transitioning and uh, I also just knew it, it was just not based on science at all it's impossible and I'll go in that in a little detail later but. It's impossible to transition someone from one sex to another sex. Folks, so, we're, we're talking with Dr. Wesley Granger, uh, a transgender clinic. Now, when people think of clinic, they think they go in there to get, you know, their arm set up to get spraying or medicine for a cold or something like that. We're not talking about that type of clinic? Um, no, no, it's not that type of clinic. Uh, the name of this clinic is the Center for Gender and Sexual Minority Health at University of Mississippi <laughs> Medical Center. Mm-hmm. And it was established in 2019 from my research. I, I don't know the details surrounding that, um, who did what and what they were thinking. I don't know. Uh, but one thing I've learned from my research is there's an awful lot of, of monies, corporate dollars, that go into uh, uh, centers such as this. So this was established in 2019. And... Uh, uh, they, uh, I'm just going to, just so that I won't get it wrong, I'm going to read you uh, directly what they say their mission is. 
said her focus is, quote, improving the health and well-being of lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer questioning LGBTQ individuals through clinical practice, research, education, and community outreach. Now, that sounds very, very good. Uh, We love everybody as Christians. I love everybody. Um, You know, in my practice, we had lesbians, we had uh, homosexuals and so forth, and Mm -hmm. and, uh, we accepted them as individuals. We didn't accept the sin but we tried to I tried to show them the love of Christ and as led by the Holy Spirit, I found opportunities to maybe minister them or maybe just show them a vision of maybe what God had for their life so that they can think on a on a higher plane. Right. Uh but you just take good care of them and otherwise you just hope that that, that seed of love is something that they may relate to, and later on, maybe the Holy Spirit will use someone else to water that seed, and ultimately, at some point down the road, they'll come to a conclusion: Hey, you know, I, I need to, I need to make a change. I need to turn and make a U-turn mm-hmm. and just move in another direction. And so, but this center also uh, is involved in transitioning treatments, uh, and by that I mean involved in uh, the attempt at changing someone from one sex to another sex. Mm. And as I said, that is mission impossible. That's a journey down the impossible. It cannot be done. It Mm. cannot be done medically. We don't have the technology to do that now. Um, As they say, you can't get there from here. Like they say out in the country, you can't get there from here, son. Right. So, uh, So where is, you say the center was established in 2019. So they've been doing this kind of work since then, or they just were putting together the infrastructure for what we now have today? Exactly when they started implementing the plan and taking patients in, I don't know. Right. But it was established in 2019. Mm -hmm. I would imagine maybe at some point shortly thereafter uh, they started receiving patients. It seems like they just somebody took a renewed interest in what they've established over there in 2019. Was there a burst of money come on the scene? Or so what caused this to come on the radar? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what caused administrators to think that this is good for uh, their patients, good for the university, good for the state. Uh, I, I don't know. Because to me, when you violate basic high school science and you're you're joining this wave of wokeism and this agenda – uh, which has lots of corporate support, then uh, at some point you're setting yourself up for embarrassment, litigation, and failure down the road. Um, and more and more we're seeing individuals that have that have detransitioned mm-hmm. and they're seeking <clears throat> litigation because they're suffering mightily. They're more depressed. They're having pain. They can't be sexually intimate. Uh, just a whole host of problems. And a lot of these individuals were grabbed uh, off the street literally by these clinics or schools and, and put in this little pipeline to have these treatments at an early age, 12, 13, 14, in their 16, 17, 18 or older, and they're realizing, golly, I can't do this. Golly, I can't. Uh, I thought I could do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, why am I having this severe pain? Why am I having these chronic infections and so forth? Mm-hmm. And uh, And we can get into this more later, but... Some of the really good studies done in Sweden 
show that these that follow these individuals 15, 20 plus years out show that a lot of these uh, individuals that have had these hormone treatments and surgeries that they have extremely high rates of suicide, much higher than their peers and other health problems as well. Folks, again, we're talking with Dr. Wesley Granger, retired. He's in the studios. He's talking about the clinic that's been established over at the University Medical <coughs> Center uh, uh, regarding uh, transgendering people from one sex to another to no sex, I guess, and non-binary, all the foolishness that they talk about. And you make the observation that regardless of what they cut off or add on, these people are not female or male or whatever they're going to. Uh, they just they just had a surgical procedure at the end of the day. You know, they they can walk around and do all those other things, but from at a cell level, they are still who God made them. Yes, sir. Um, I, I would like to explain to the sure. audience uh, just basic high school science. Um, <laughs> and, and I would like to preface that by saying that this center, uh, this Center for Gender and Sexual Minority, they sponsor and support, in other words, they work in association with Team Clinic, uh, which they say represents trustworthy, evidence-based, affirming, and multidisciplinary. Uh, and it's almost laughable, they say it's evidence-based, where it's not even based on the evidence of high school science. Mm. Because uh, for you individuals out there that, that forgot some of your, your high school biology, basic uh, biology tells us that the distinguishing feature between a male and a female are the sex chromosomes. Now, the sex chromosomes are, are genetic material within the cells that basically determines whether an individual is a male or female. An XX, an XX sex chromosome uh, defines that individual as female, and it's present in trillions of her human cells. An XY sex chromosome defines that individual as a male that's present in trillions of their cells. So... Regardless of how much hormone therapy, how many surgeries these individuals get, at their genetic core, they're still male or female. They basically, when they get these treatments, if a female wants to transition to a male and she gets these treatments, the hormones, and everybody doesn't have the surgeries and so forth, but regardless, she's just basically a still, uh, she's basically a masculinized female. And vice versa, the male, when he goes through this, this treatment program, he becomes a feminized male. Mm -hmm. He's still a male at his genetic mm -hmm. core. And I am very concerned that these centers may not be telling these patients, you know, giving them informed consent and telling them in detail, we can't change you from a male to a female or a female to a male. But this is what we can do. Right. I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned that they're not really exposing the long-term potential consequences of this treatment to the patients. And, and again, uh, there are a couple of Swedish studies that are out that are very good because they follow. Okay. I, want you, I want you to hold that thought. Our number is 601-879-0002. The Complete Exteriors Roofing Gutter Hotline is available to add in a comment or ask a question of Dr. Granger regarding the transitioning clinic they have at University Medical Center. Uh, <clears throat> the fact that they can do some medical procedures, as you point out, Dr. Granger, doesn't mean these people have changed from one sex to another. They just got cut on or given chemicals to create some kind of balance or imbalance. But at the end of the day, uh, 
whether or not they've been fully, fully uh, advised as to what's going on and what's going to happen to them is the wild card on all this. Again, we're going to take a break. More of Dr. Granger when we come back. All right, folks, we're back in. It is Back to Christ Wednesday. We have Dr. Granger in the studios. Hey, I want to remind you, don't forget our good friends over at Smith Marine. You know, it's going to be warming up here. As a matter of fact, it's been warm the last couple of days. And that it just reminds me that you're going to be wanting to enjoy time on the reservoir, on the water. How about a new <coughs> pontoon boat? Smith Marine Sales has it, folks, or the Alumacraft. Smith Marine has Smith Marine has the Alumacraft. Anything dealing with water sports, folks, they have it there at Smith Marine Sales in Ridgeland. You can check them out online, smithmarinesales.com. And also, if you need service or if you need any kind of questions answered regarding <coughs> your watercraft, what you can do, if you want to trade, consign, whatever, they do it all, folks, smithmarinesales.com. Enjoy the reservoir. Enjoy time on the water wherever you have your watercraft docked. So we just encourage you to check them out, smithmarinesales.com. All right, we're back with Dr. Wesley Granger, and uh, we're talking about the transitioning clinic over there at the University Medical Center, and uh, it, the University's Medical Center is funded by tax dollars. So I don't know if this particular department is, whether or not they got a grant or, you know, I don't know, but you mentioned something earlier, Doc, about somebody's following these kids into this clinic. In other words, five, six, seven, eight, ten, nine, ten, eleven, twelve-year-olds aren't just walking in off the streets. Hey, you got a, a transitioning clinic here? Somebody's giving them the heads up. Somebody's pointing them in that direction. Yes, and and obviously, I I don't know. I'm I'm not following the individual patients there. To I've not interviewed them to say, well, how did you get here? Who who made you aware of this uh, center? I, I don't know, but uh, but you know these centers have outreach. Uh, in some other states, uh, they have uh, drag queen shows and. And uh, things like that, things in the in the, in the schools actually. Right. Uh, they're also child protective services. They're not so child protective after all. Mm. Some of them actually funnel a percentage of the children to to the dark side, sex trafficking, uh, and, and other uh, uh, areas. And so, uh, exactly where these patients come from here at University of Mississippi Medical Center, I don't know. Wow. Uh, is there any stats on how many people they've treated in terms of anything uh, like that? I, I, couldn't, I couldn't find that anywhere. Okay. In fact, I've called at least 10 times, and I never could get anyone at the center. Uh, there was a message recording. The last time I called was uh, about four weeks ago, and uh, there was a message recording that basically said, if you're suicidal, uh, you know, call 911, get emergency assistance, which I thought was kind of interesting. I, mm-hmm. I I don't hear that often when I call other <laughs> clinics. They'll say if you have an emergency, call nine one one. Think about killing but, yourself. Right, <laughs> you and call so, the right number. Right. Oh my goodness, folks. And uh, Doctor Granger, he uh, he wrote them a five page letter documenting his concerns and with footnotes, receipts, if you will. And uh, one of the things you mentioned in here uh, of a young lady who went through the process. Right. Not necessarily uh, here at this clinic, but went through it. Right. Yes, sir. Um, this was. Um, I saw this on a news program, um, and it really touched me a great deal. Um, this uh, was something I saw about two and a half months ago. Mm-hmm. And this was a young lady uh, that appeared before the Florida Board of Medicine. And she appeared there because they were having, having hearings in the state 
to decide whether or not they're going to ban such uh, trans transitioning treatment uh, for in, for minors, individuals less than 18 in the state of Florida. And she stood up and she gave her story. And her story went along the lines of uh, at the age of 12, she said she began to feel that she was a, a male and a female body. Mm. Uh, she had some mental health issues at the time, and uh, she was receiving treatment for that as well. Uh, her feelings of, of being a male persisted. And ultimately, she began detransitioning treatment, which consisted of, uh, in her testimony, testosterone uh, injections. Mm. Uh, she said that only made her mental condition worse. She was in and out of mental institutions, and on one, one or two occasions, she attempted suicide. Uh, she went on to report. She went on to report to the Florida Board of Medicine. Uh, she said that her condition did not improve until, quote, a life-changing encounter with Jesus and mm. began to find deep healing and peace within myself, mm. end of quote. She said that following this encounter with Jesus, she began to wean herself off the testosterone treatments. She said her male, uh, her masculinizing features, um, uh, the beard, uh, horse voice, and some other things, the, the essentially no menstrual period, that began to slowly, gradually resolve. She began to experience inconsistent menstrual periods. She was still shaving, but some of her more feminizing features began to recur. Uh, she stood before them, and she said, I stand before you today happily married and 28 weeks pregnant. Wow. She said that the only reason why, and she said that she thanked God for it because she said she desperately wanted to get a hysterectomy, but she just couldn't afford it. When she said that, wow. um, now you and your audience, please don't consider me a wimp. I'm minding my own business. I'm just listening to this program on the news. But when she said that, I just lost it and started weeping. And I knew that God wanted me to do something more than pray against this transgender clinic mm. because there are so many more people like her that won't get that chance to have a family. They're permanently scarred for life. The term you used earlier was cut on, but I, I consider it just me and my personal opinion, I think it's mutilation. Mm. I think these surgeries are, are it's, it's like something you read out of Frankenstein University, and we can go over some of those a little later. But that's the one event that touched me so much and I knew God was 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 forming my heart and and he was getting that compassion thing in me to to act more than just pray against it so often we read in the Bible where they say Jesus was moved by compassion where I was moved by compassion to do more than just type up a letter or or just pray against it mm -hmm. so that's what I did I, I typed up this letter we got about 50 signatures just Brilliant doctors, scientists, uh, bishops, pastors, just regular individuals just mm -hmm. concerned about this uh, clinic in our community and so forth. And uh, we sent it to the, the chancellor at, uh, University of, at, at Ole Miss. His name is Dr. Glenn Boyce. And we sent it to Dr. Guy Giesek, G-I-E-S-E-C-K-E. He's, uh, he's the CEO, I, I guess this is his title, at University of Mississippi Medical Center Children's Hospital. And uh, in case your audience want to call them or email them to voice their opinion, um, 
I can give that a little later on as well. Folks, we're talking with Dr. Wesley Granger. Uh, his concerns about the transitioning clinic established there at University Medical Center. Uh, it's one thing for the clinic to be there for <coughs> for adults who are of age where they can make that decision. This clinic is for kids. Am I correct? Yes. Um, um, I remember reading somewhere regarding this clinic that they take appointments. I could be wrong, but I believe I remember reading that they take appointments from 13 on up. And for many of these clinics, and I believe it's true for this clinic, but I could be wrong, but for many of these clinics, you don't need a, a parent there with them. Wow. Um, and that's, that's the way some of them work. And, um, and so. Wow. Wow. That's, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And see, this is the thing. This is why I, I admire people who try to reach across the aisle and try to get along. But there are certain things you just cannot get along with. You have to hold the line. The no, the answer is no. It's not going to be maybe next week. It's no right now, and it's going to be no next week. These are the type of issues that are that fall in that category with me. And uh, people will say, well, you're just being hard. I know. Life is hard, and it's all part of being an adult. Let's take a quick break. Our number is 601-879-0002. We'll be right back. Is it's Wednesday. Back to Christ Wednesday. We have Dr. Granger in here. As you can hear, he's passionate about uh, his love for the health of individuals and his love for Christ, seeing them spiritually healthy. Now, we're going to uh, digress just a moment here because I want you to mention you're part of the Mississippians Against Vaccine Mandates, I believe it is, is what it's right. called. And they've got some events coming up here, and uh, you're going to be a part of. Tell us a little bit about those events. And we'll right. get back. It's Mississippi Against Mandates. The website is MS uh, Against Mandates dot org. Okay. And uh, we have a medical freedom conference uh, scheduled February the 27th and 28th. Um, it's going to be between the Hilton and also the Capitol uh, on the 27th. We'll be on the Capitol step with speeches, press conference, etc. And on the 28th, we're going to have a roundtable discussion with a variety of, with experts from across the country, including Dr. Peter McCullough. He is a, a preeminent, uh, great uh, physician. He has written more peer-reviewed papers dealing with COVID effect on the heart than anyone else in the world. Uh, he's a former Baylor professor, uh, associate professor of several cardiology magazines. Uh, and you, if you watch any news, He's, his face pops up all over the place. He'll be there actually moderating uh, the 28 uh, 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 roundtable discussion at the Capitol. And those times are at, at the Capitol, like between 12 and 2 p.m., but you can go on the Mississippi Against Mandates website to get some of those details. All right. But it should be really wonderful, and, um, and we're just advocating uh, against the vaccine, and we're for medical freedom. We believe that our God-given right is to have control over what's placed in our bodies, and that was not observed over these last several years. Also, there'll be a uh, rally on the steps of the state capitol from 12 to 2 on the uh, 28th, and you're invited out to come in here, uh, Dr. McCullough and others speak uh, during that two-hour period, that it's 12 to 2 on the state capitol steps. And while we're on announcing things, uh Tomorrow night at Liberty Church, Liberty Baptist Church there in Flowood, uh, Dr. E.W. Jackson will be the guest speaker at the Pro-Life Banquet. Tickets are still available. We encourage you to come on out tomorrow night and uh, uh, 
If you like, as a matter of fact, I want to. <coughs> we're going to give you the. Uh, um, uh, what am I talking about here? Oh yeah, so just on. I was just on the page here. Uh, I will give you the phone number for Pro Life here when we come <laughs> after we get done talking. While he's discussing, I'm going to pull it up for you. But here's the deal, folks. We uh, we have to put ourselves out there. I mean, evil is running amok simply because we're too busy, too cowardly, or we think it's somebody else's job. We are them. We're the ones who have to get up. Uh, it's Acts, what is it? Uh, who, who shall I send? Is it over in Isaiah? Who shall I send? Uh, it's you. It's me. We got to say, yes, Lord, send me. So, again, this is not a battle that can't be won. It's a battle that can be lost if we don't get involved. Dr. Granger, uh, going back to your concerns there about the clinic, you wrote an extensive letter to them. Uh, what were you asking them to do, and what did they do? What have they done? Well, um, in this letter, um, I, I thought it was very respectful, and I, I didn't know their background in, in health care, and specifically in, in biology. So uh, I just expressed some initial concerns, and I gave them the basic biology of why this is not uh, based on anything close to sound medicine or just based on high school biology. Uh, So uh, I gave them information on that. I also uh, gave them just good research. If you do a Google or some other search engine. I want you to hold that thought. We do have a call all the way from Washington, D.C. Kevin. Yes, yes, yes. I am right here, brother. Oh, you're live, my friend. Appreciate your holding. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Kim, I, uh, first I just want to uh, thank God uh, on the behalf of uh, for you and for the program, and also thank God for Dr. Granger. And I'd like to just to quickly share just a couple of scriptural points that will kind of clear up where we are today. And I'm going to do this real, real quick. It's in Mark chapter 9 and verse 20. And it's the father that is bringing his son to Jesus to have the demon cast from out of him. And this is what it says. He, it uh, says in Mark 9 verse 20, And they brought him, talking about the son, unto him, and when he saw him, he straightway the spirit tore him and fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. And Jesus asked his father this, How long is it ago since this came unto him? Talking about the demon. How long since had it been since the demon that came to him? And the father answered, and he said, of a child. Mm. So Satan will attack children. Any way that he can. Also, the Bible says in First Thessalonians chapter five and twenty-three, and I pray God, your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless mm. unto the coming of the Lord. And we know we're living in the end times, and that the Lord is coming soon. I just want to share that, Kim. Thank you for the opportunity. Praying for you, <coughs> and now. Thank you for the introduction to Dr. Granger, praying for him also. Thank you, God brother. bless you. Thanks, Kev. Thank you. All right. Yeah, uh, Dr. Granger? Okay. Um, so uh, this letter that I sent, it just basically included a lot of research, uh, good research. And I just want to just, just in the time I remain, just cover just a few of these studies. 
Sweden has been known around the world as one of the leading countries <laughs> in, the, in the transgender treatment movement. Uh, but what we're finding out now is a lot of these countries are backtracking. England is, is backtracking, saying, well, we need to reevaluate this. Let's not do this anymore. France, Finland, and so forth. But Sweden has been a leader in, in transgender transition and treatments. Okay, so I mentioned in this letter a definitive Swedish study written in 2011, and it showed that, quote, persons with transsexualism after sex reassignment have considerably higher risk for mortality, suicidal behavior, and psychiatric morbidity than the general population, end of quote. <coughs> Excuse me. There was another study which was considered a, a, just a, a unique study. Well, hold on, Doc. We got a lot of folks starting to call in now. They wait till the end of the hour, but God bless them. We got them on the line. Jerry! What's going on, Kim? How you doing, brother? <coughs> not good, not good, not good. Uh, my car was stolen Monday morning at 6.30 at the Robinson, Robinson uh, Road post office. And, of course, our camera wasn't even working. They said it wasn't working. Oh, man. I go to two over here at the Metro Center this afternoon. No one was there. Fifteen cars are there, called police cars. So I called the number, and the woman said, where are you? I said, I'm at Metro Center. She said, what is that address? I said, it's your precinct. You don't even know the address. Jesus. And she said, well, they closed for the day. Ain't, ain't nobody there. Closed for the, the day? Yeah, a policeman came in while I was there. And a time clock was right there. And I said, you police? He said, yeah. I said, I need to talk to you. He punched his time card. I don't know if he's punching in or out, but he walked out the door and didn't say nothing else. That's a sorry bunch. We need a mayor in there to get this thing straight, man. Bruh, my goodness. Man, I hate to hear that, but uh, who, who? Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the policeman came. He wasn't black. He was white. Uh-huh. But he was pretty sorry. He was. I told him he had a bad attitude. He needed to straighten up. <laughs> He said, and you need to get your new car. Get out of my face. Look, Jerry, Jerry, (coughs) respectfully, we got Dr. Granger. Somebody needs, you know, they can care less about where they find your car. And I I told him, I said, what's the statistics on uh, recovery? He said, and he hollered, I don't know that. I said, that's pretty stupid of you not to know that. (laughs) You know, you work for the police all these years. Jerry, look, uh, uh, call back tomorrow because I, I want to hear the rest of the story. We got Dr. Granger in here right now. And, but, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I appreciate and you, Jim, man. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah. Tell you what, uh, I need to get you get your cell. I'm going to put it on there and get you put it on Facebook for my car. Okay. We'll do that, brother. Thank you so much. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Doc. i tell you what we're going to do is take a break. That way we won't uh, have to stop you again. Let's take another break. All right. Oh, by the way, let me give you the number to the Pro-Life Banquet if you want tickets. 601-956-8636. Area code 601. Okay, Dr. Granger, you have the rest of the show, sir. Another five minutes. Okay. Um, I I just want to let your audience know that if you do a Google on this, you're going to find 99 plus percent of these studies basically saying that this transition treatment is beneficial. It benefits these individuals that want to go from one sex to another. The hormones, the surgery, it's all beneficial. You're going to have all of these medical societies and so forth, the AMA, American Board of Pediatrics, and so on and so forth, all in favor of it. But what you got to think about is follow the money. 
follow the money. Now, here's a study, Birmingham University Aggressive Research Intelligence Facility. They reviewed more than 100 follow-up studies of post-op transsexuals. Mm. This is what they concluded, quote, that none of the studies provided conclusive evidence that gender reassignment is beneficial for patients. It found that most research was poorly designed, designed, which skewed the results in favor of physically changing sex, end of quote. In other words, this was research that had an agenda behind it. Mm. So just realize that you may want to go on a, a search engine that doesn't uh, censor, such as Google, such as Brave or Free Spoken. Um, so I guess I can summarize uh, in, the, in just a few minutes I have by saying this team clinic, the T represents trustworthy. E represents evidence-based, A represents affirming, and M represents multidisciplinary. But I would just say, is it trustworthy if you don't make the the patient, if it's a minor, hopefully the minor and their and their family, the parents, aware of the risk of this treatment? We know there are risks. We know the long-term studies show that these individuals have increased rates of, of heart disease and cancers. Mm-hmm. We know... Excuse me. We know also there are dramatic increased risk for for uh, depression and suicide. And some of these skewed studies will tell you that that it benefits depression and decreases the rate of suicide. But the good objective studies say otherwise. Um, They say it's evidence-based, but as I discussed with you earlier, it's not based on anything. It's not based on high school biology. Because as we discussed early, this is going down the road of the impossible. You cannot change a male to a female and vice versa. It's impossible. We don't have the technology to do that. You're only masculinizing the female and feminizing the male. Uh, It says that it's affirming. Yes, I'm afraid it is affirming. It's affirming the confusion that these individuals have. And puberty can be a confusing period of time in one's life anyway, and you're taking advantage of that by affirming this confusion and creating a life of misery for these individuals. So I just say that TEAM should represent treachery because that's what it is if you don't fully expose the risk of, of the surgeries, the hormone treatments, and so forth. If you're not fully explaining the long-term consequences of these treatments, it's treachery, and it's also malpractice. Yeah. Exploitation. E stands for exploitation. If you you have to know your high school biology, you have to know that you can't change these individuals at the genetic basic level from one sex to another. So why are you doing all these hormone treatments and surgery? Exploitation comes to mind. Abomination. That's what I think all of this is in God's sight. You are mutilating. You are adversely affecting these individuals long term, both the children and the adults. Madness. M stands for madness, not multidisciplinary, mm. but it also could represent mutilation. So that's my definition of team. I gave this letter to uh, Dr. Glenn Boyce, the chancellor of Ole Miss. His telephone number is 662-915-7111. His email uh, address is chancellor, C-H-A-N-C-E-L-L-O-R, at OleMiss.edu. Mm-hmm. I also sent it to Dr. Guy Gisick, UMC Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, telephone number 601 815 7020. 
So feel free to call these individuals, email them, let them know how you feel about this. Well, how this can、planet. they get hold of you if they want to talk with, talk with you regarding possible getting treatment over at this clinic? Do you have an email or something? Social media?、Um, I have an email address. It's wesleygranger at gmail.com. How do you spell Granger? G R A N G E R. All right, Wesley Granger at gmail.com. If you want to communicate with him and your concerns, or if you got questions, he can help you out. Dr. Granger, thank you for coming in. Thank you very much for having me. God bless. We're out. See you on the radio. Peace.